0: Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew.
1: And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about August 21st through 27th, 2020. We've passed the... So what's today? Today's the 19th of August. It blurred past me, but I was working the 17th, and that was our month
0: anniversary. Oh, crazy. Like, we went oh. back for a month post Lockdown Over a month. Either. Over a month it now. sounds more impressive like that. And I, yeah. of course, remembered that it was the 17th. <laughs> of yeah.
1: Of course. Well, now it's... What is it now? Today is the 19th of August. And we're kind of the same as last time you listened. If you listened to this in order, we're still 50 hmm. people in the cinema. We're still cleaning like crazy. We're we still... have more
0: sellouts, though, since then. I mean, like... Yeah. Within that month, that is.
1: It's so funny. This new normal of glass half fullness where like before for parasite it would be a slow night for parasite with 75 people and we'd get 200 people on a weeknight and now we're like yeah 35 for a bruce lee movie we did it
0: 35 like, is the new 85 <laughs> yeah, 35 might be the new like 200 i don't know like if, how yeah. do these numbers work yeah
1: if 50 is the new 300
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of confusing but good And so
1: with these numbers and it's interesting because, like, I've chatted with our friends at House of Targ. A friend of mine is the head chef over at The Manx, Ooh. which for out-of-towners is this cool basement restaurant in Ottawa that's super tiny. That's kind of its gimmick because it's this Real tiny nice. little basement cool restaurant. And he said the same thing. It's like people will ask, like, how's it going? And you're like, well, not good, but <laughs> we're we're all kind of hanging in there. Like today right now, we've got maybe 15 people in for a matinee and if that gets, if we get 20 people for the 6.30 show, and then if we get 35 to 50 for Pulp Fiction tonight, and we're just, we're not spending money like we once would. I remember in the before times, Anya was like, oh, we could paint the place and we need new drapes and all yeah. this stuff. And now we're like, nobody spent any money. <laughs> nobody touch
0: anything or do anything.
1: Yeah. It's even, and we're spending money on... Um, Cause we're good people. Like all the cleaning products, like that's the biggest. The Lysol. Oh yeah. my god, the Lysol. We gotta figure out if we can go to Costco and buy like two hundred bottles of Lysol. We're going
2: through a lot of Lysol. Yeah, Man, it's
1: just one bottle. If you
2: I, go
0: to I was Costco. so happy.
2: I was so happy when I came in today. I'm like, oh, two full bottles. Yeah. Wow. And so that He's shows drinking it. <laughs> Donald Trump says it's okay to drink Lysol.
1: That's be true. <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were at the Manx. No, where were we? We were somewhere. Either the Manx or Targ. Because that's the only two restaurants I've been <laughs> I inside gonna say of. Like
0: your two friends' places. Which, <laughs> which is
1: not much normal from the before times. Huh. Not much different from the before times. But there's this hand sanitizer. Like, you get some and it's like, whatever. It's like, ooh, lime or strawberry. Oh, lime. Some smell like apples. I didn't know you'd get lime. But the stuff at Targ smells terrible. But it's it works because it works... <laughs> And they started making it smell terrible, the healthy powers that be, mm. because the Trump people wanted to eat it. And they're like, no, oh, don't <laughs> eat it. Oh, I didn't it's know like that. the
2: funny foam from the, the yeah. B-Sharps. Oh, yeah. God.
0: And I did perk up when he said lime, so I could be part of the problem, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, mmm, tasty. Yeah. But that's still, I mean, that's good to know. If it smells terrible, it's doing the job. You're just not supposed to eat it.
2: They had to pull the cinnamon flavored hand yeah. sanitizer. God, these are all great Chicken flavors. and... Beef. I,
0: this I, is no different than dish soap, though, right? Like, you know, with all that, I'm like, I'm so confused. I just want soap. Like, what is this? Like lavender and lanolin? Like, what what's is the this? one they always put out for Halloween? Pumpkin spice? Are is they going to put out pumpkin soap? spice? Oh my god, there could be. There must be. There <laughs> has to be. That has to be a thing. I've never thought of. But so. don't
2: eat it. She was my favorite spice I, girl. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. Oh,
0: that oh, would no, be have been cool. Like, <laughs> she'd be like
1: a Halloween, like goth spice girl. Is it just a big pumpkin? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Like, the no, 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 no. She was just in like a full Kool Aid man. <laughs> pumpkin costume man these the are others all...
0: were dressed as they were and then she huh. was just in a pumpkin costume. someone must have done that as a costume for halloween right pumpkin spice and it's like oh yeah they had to you it's a real stretch though because you got to be like you know like the spice girls like well, it wouldn't work so well now
1: six or seven <laughs> you're just saying a number no no when the spice <laughs> girls were like at their peak yeah not that they've ever faltered because oh they're true still they're still massive but when they had their number one album and music videos were still a thing and barbie dolls and they had their movie wow i think that halloween that was the bad joke was you would just be fill in the blank or old spice, spice was a yeah, lot of one it, it was, was like the village people you could just do anything <laughs> and put spice after it in any god woman or man could dress up and be like i'm a spice girl like smurf spice Or something. (laughs) It's just a smurf. That's There, we can get that going. I saw Spice World in the theater opening night. And it was one of those things where...
0: That sentence kept going.
1: Yeah, like I was... My friends and I were in our early 20s, I guess. Does that math work out? Something like that. But we went because... We weren't even being ironic or hipster jerks. We like the
0: Spice Girls. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> like, it when it first came out on VHS, so like you're not you're not losing any. But you're mood.
1: better because you were in your home, whereas we were three twenty year olds <laughs> in a cinema filled with parents and ten year old girls. I was
0: younger too, so it made sense. Yeah,
1: and we were there. There's just a moment where you're like, oh, I hope someone thinks we're parents and we're just not sitting with the kids. <laughs> but <you> that's know? <laughs> good. I was still
0: a teenager. You were slightly not a teenager anymore. Yeah. So and not old enough to have a ten year old kid. So. Ideally. I mean, I would hope. God. I like the Spice Girls. I think they're making another movie. That that movie what? was pretty good. I'm going to say it. Like Spice World was fun. It's it's well, not I, it I've good, never seen but it. It's silly fun. Oh, you got to like, see They it. have a great... Roger Moore's in it.
2: Roger Moore. I know Mark, in Mark McKinney's in it. Mark McKinney's in it. Ottawa's Mark McKinney. Yeah. Kids in the Hall's
1: Mark McKinney. And, and James Bond. That's And right. um, One of Dame them. Edna, but not as Dame Edna is in it. oh huh.
0: That's it's got some good songs. We cover songs. Yeah. There's I like some it. good comedy. Like they're very self-aware in it. Like it's, it's actually for what it is and what they set out to make. It's good. Like Well,
1: and it's, I mean, this might be sacrilegious to some people. <laughs> sacrilegious. I just watched I that Simpsons, but it's very much like the monkeys show. Yeah. And those first couple Beatles movies, hard days, night and very and much help. like, for like, sure. You can't, you can. You can't look at Spice World and stick your nose up at it if you like The monkeys or Hard Day's Night because they're the same kind of
0: thing. Yeah. Just like a bunch of people who aren't really actors kind of being shoved into being movie stars. It and was like... fun. Like the bit with the bus near the end, like the bus stunt, oh, yeah. quote unquote, is legit hilarious. I don't know. Andrew's not watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's straight up just like a little dinky car bus. And they're like, then yeah. we went the bus over a bridge. And it just shows like a little bus, like go over a bridge. And like that was the special effect. Maybe thought, I'll watch it just funny. to say that I could I
2: could just take that to my I'm grade sure you could watch I, it somewhere. And so Roger Moore I, saw, I saw the Spice Girls movie.
1: It was for Roger Moore. It wasn't for Spice Girls. If we were in the before times and still mad with power and making money, that is a movie we could play as a fun, not a midnight movie, but as a fun. Yeah. Like if it was its anniversary or something like that. I know it's played possibly in Toronto or Vancouver as part of a... Female film fest kind of thing, like yeah. something that that screened Tank Girl or Buffy, kind of cool retro stuff like that. So it's out there, like it is pretty out there. <laughs> I love the Spice Girls. I got yeah. a since they came and went really fast. It was like one Christmas or my birthday. My mom, like from the dollar store, she didn't spend money on it. My favorite is Jerry, so she got me like a Jerry Barbie doll for like wow. two dollars for my stocking kind of thing. Jeez. But that might be worth something now. I should look. I'm not you gonna get rid of it. still have it for sure. Like I still have it, like okay, in like... the box because I didn't take it out in... I play didn't with play it. with it, if I that's did. what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty
0: quick to dismiss that non-rumor. With my gem in the hologram. Yeah. I was a posh fan myself. I was a posh Spice fan. Yeah. So I don't know. Andrew, Baby Spice. Who was the one Eddie Murphy dated or had uh, a kid that's with? Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Yeah. so there Eddie you go. Murphy dated Scary Spice? Uh, yeah. Didn't I they have forgot a about
2: kid or there was some sort of paternity thing? I believe this is all true. Wow. Yeah. An <laughs> information
0: I have not thought of <laughs> in years. I didn't know that. Yeah. No one, like Sporty Spice, no one really seemed to pick not to be a jerk i'm just Dare saying you. yeah yeah anyways I, I didn't think we'd talk so much about the spice Girls. that's it we've killed like eight minutes on spice no, girl talk I thought we were gonna talk about the raptors just won their second game like literally right before we just started i'm surprised
1: you're here because we were going to record on monday yeah and because your priorities are out
0: of whack you want to watch basketball instead of recording a podcast and then you texted me anyway and we're like wait are we recording <laughs> yeah today? i totally forgot, forgot i forgot yeah, so that worked out well. They, why, they why are they game.
1: playing on days we like to podcast?
0: Oh, it's because. Well, more importantly, why are they playing at one thirty in the afternoon? Would be like a more accurate. What time thing. zone are they in? Florida. Well, that's same as us. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing is, like now that they're all they're playing in like one bubble, you know, so all the teams are playing in the same spot, so they're still doing a nine thirty game. Which is weird, actually, because the LA team gets to play at 9.30, which is normal time for them, but the Raptors game two and three are at 1.30. That's not normal for us. And that means if you're watching on the West Coast, you're tuning into a basketball game at 10.30 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. That's that, weird. That math checks out. That's I was really going to say weird. 11.30, but you're correct. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it's also because like they're playing, no disrespect, but not a great team. Do they got hologram? Washington Generals. <laughs> oh, they let him in. They're like, "Yeah, they come that. On. Hologram Prince is playing for the Raptors. If that's what you were gonna say. Whoa! No, cool. no. It's, they got like fans. Like, apparently, what I've heard is like, it's uh, I think it's Miller Miller Lite or whatever is doing it through the states. So it's like a lottery. So you can win a lottery to be a digital fan in the background. Can't
1: they let in like twenty really lucky people and no. just stay really far away from well, each other?
0: Because the players are getting tested every day, like possibly twice a day. And yeah. so literally, like, they are going to be allowing family members after the second round or something. Once they start getting rid of teams, they're going to bring in family members. And then they got to play those family members, like, on the court as well to beat them. It's, it's if really every weird. basketball player gets COVID, this is going to be terrible. So it, and, but none have. <laughs> the COVID That's all the crazy. <laughs> yeah. like, They've been going for a couple weeks now and not one case. That's it's, good. It's insane. No, I was surprised on a different but yeah, similar... you're able to change the subject now. It's I perfect. am because
1: I chatted with a friend of mine who is a wardrobe person on many movie projects around Ottawa. Mm. She worked on one of the Hallmark oh, TV man. movies I'm that so shot that. here that should be on TV. Soon, man. Anywhere between, I don't know, September <laughs> and December. Like, when did they start showing Christmas movies? Like, but, at least November, but probably October. Yeah, so I was chatting with her on the Facebook. I was like, Oh, are you back to work yet? And she's like, we finished shooting a movie today. And I was like, Holy cow. You haven't been back that long. So they've been back for three or four weeks, Hmm. but she says probably akin to the basketball stuff or whatever, but that it's this bizarre alternate universe now where her wardrobe department is in this tent or part of the building over here. Mm -hmm. And then the office people are over there. And then the camera crew's here and the director stays in a trailer or whatever, and the actors So it's it's they're still doing it, but it's super like nobody's all sitting around at lunch tables yeah. having lunch together. Nobody's in <laughs> cars together to get to the set. They're doing she said they're doing a very good job and then like everyone's got their masks on, like yeah. all day. And then the actors, they just temperature check and do all the checks like twice a day and just Especially like a Hallmark type movie, there must be some some hugging and kissing in there, right? I imagine. Not in this one. Not in yeah, this yeah, one. Not
0: anymore. It's very chaste. now. if
1: they were smart, they would do a COVID Christmas movie, and it'd be about, like, two people. Here's my pitch. It's, like, two people separated by COVID, and they have, like, online romance, and then... It
0: picks up next Christmas when things are better. I don't oh, know. I feel like, like you pitched this to your friend, and she's I like, ah, "I don't know, Josh." And now you're on the podcast. You're like, "Anyone out there who?" Uh... Can you and, pass then, the... and then on Christmas Day, there's a huge outbreak.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, really it sad just, ending. It just does this like total 360 in tone. Like oh, it man. just <laughs> becomes, it becomes a Romero Contagion movie. or
0: something. Like what? It always gets back to Contagion with us. I don't know why. But yeah, so the world is
2: a contagious Christmas. Conta- a con- oh, that's good.
0: That's <laughs> good. That's, that's Andrew already copyrighted that title. <laughs> so wait do the actors have like an earpiece that the director can talk to them through or is it just like brando i'm yeah like it's confused or does he have a bullhorn from his trailer where he's like move to the left i wouldn't be surprised i'll you're speculating i'm assuming but But if if the director is off
1: in a trailer Mm -hmm. might be on like walkie talkie with the assistant director who's on Mm -hmm. set but staying away from everybody all right and then the assistant director is the middle person who can then be like okay, do this or do that. I don't know. Or maybe the director could be there, but can't do the old thing of like walking
0: up to the actor yeah, and talking. Or... You got to shout at them. Yeah. More than normal, I guess, <laughs> depending yeah, on the director. It's,
1: it's And I believe bigger movies are starting to roll along, mm-hmm. like your Matrixes and Batman.
0: Yeah. So Your but Marvel yeah. series that are all, or were stopped. I don't, it's confusing, like Loki and Winter Soldier and oh all that. Oh my God, that.
1: I want those... A lot.
0: I assumed they were pretty much done, but like for some of them anyways. Like well, a they lot must of have TV been...
1: shows, much like the day the Mayfair closed down, a lot of TV shows stopped mid-sentence. Yeah. And I saw one of the actors from Riverdale and she said, yeah, like we have, she said we have two and a half shows left to shoot from last season. So she said the weird thing is when they go back, everyone will be like, fatter or have longer hair oh, <laughs> and it'll be
0: like, oh yeah you were saying they don't have a finale yet they don't have a season finale it's
1: so weird yeah and I was asking about a few shows I watched and I said to Gwen did we watch the last episodes of those and we did but some of them were just kind of like they didn't have that to be continued they're just mm-hmm. stopped so I don't know what the first major movie is going to be like Tenet is the yeah. big thing but that was done before right mm-hmm. like that was done in James Bond was done and Black Canary was done. Well, so there was Ghostbusters same. done? Ghostbusters I oh, think yeah. was done and, Forgot and about that. but they just they just were like, see you next summer. Yeah. They, huh. a lot of the people have started planting their flags. Yeah. And I think Ghostbusters jumped a full year and it's just June twenty twenty one. And then everybody else is just like, I don't think James Bond has an official day. No. Or Black Canary, or you know,
0: so you think they would just tighten up the special effects with the extra time for stuff like Ghostbusters or whatever? They like they could, yeah. But I, I mean, it's more money too, I guess. So
1: yeah, because in that case, like you could have
0: socially distant
1: effects people or Mm. editor or composer
0: well they were saying like mandalorian season three won't have a problem because of the way they shoot it like i I didn't see the elaboration on that but that's what they were saying that like john favreau oh yeah like two is in the can but three like they never stopped working on it it seemed to be the implication yeah i don't know what that means exactly if they just mean because of the effects or because of you know probably a lot of that
1: is because they did an incredible faux outside special effect mm-hmm. which completely tricked me till i watched the behind the scenes thing i 100 thought they were walking around in a desert but it was a sandy floor with this big surround imax screen kind of Man. that i forgot what they called it was called like the surround or something <laughs> lee's yelling it right yeah, now. yeah lee knows <laughs> he, listening in his car yelling at me <laughs> so i think because of that you can be distant you could have your sound person on a giant boom pole yeah. you could have a camera that if it's not like a handheld kind of thing, that can be operated by remote control practically, yeah. and you're in a studio, right? So uh-huh. your director could yeah, be true. very far away and over intercom go, take two, be a little faster. So yeah. you really you're just worried about your actors.
0: That must be, and they must have like camera rigs and stuff that can just move wherever. Oh, for sure, it's Disney, and especially
1: <laughs> if you're inside. And I think all of Mandalorian was inside. Yeah. So you could have your camera on a big crane arm. Same with your microphones. Still, like even in something like Mandalorian, there is human interaction. Yeah. But that's the only thing you're really worrying about. But most of them wear like helmets and masks and stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Or they don't exist. Like it's just straight up a green screen ball or something.
1: I'm still waiting for... And I've heard some short films have done this. There's already some short online horror festivals and stuff like that. I'm waiting for the feature length Blumhouse produced coronavirus no budget movie Mm -hmm. just like Blair Witch style just like all shot over almost like um Paranormal activity kind of thing. Yeah. That that has to be coming.
0: Well, and especially, like, I, I'm hoping that if someone is going to put out, like, a bunch of, like, p- almost public domain footage of just all the drone stuff, all the empty <laughs> cities. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, my
1: God, Because, yeah. like,
0: that's a wealth that you could sit on. But it'd also be cool if you're just like, okay, I've got literally hours of stuff because I had nothing going on over the pandemic. Yeah, I did that once for a short film way before the days of
1: drones. But all it was was myself and my very small crew of, like, four people had to get up really early in the morning and as soon as the sun went up we ran around downtown ottawa and got some really nice shots because you just had to do it before people woke up essentially yeah so yeah but nowadays like i'm sure someone's got some crazy drone shots of new york city
0: or vancouver or here of yeah. just nobody on the street so it's creepy and i've seen stuff like pripyat or something or via drone where you're just like uh-huh yeah this is uh really depressing that yeah. this this nuclear fallout is horrible but if we could have that that vibe but without the fallout and here that'd be pretty cool i think and i'm curious too how
1: various forms of pop culture like i even think one of the writers of a marvel comic one of the spider-man guys or something said like do you think we should put this in our world? Should COVID have happened in the Marvel comic book universe? Hmm. Because you go back decades with comic books and with movies and TV, the real world hits it. Like For sure. Like World War II happened in DC Comics. September Congress. 11th? September 11th yeah, happened yeah, in yeah, Marvel like, Comics. It, AIDS, yeah. AIDS as well, you know, they yeah. definitely touched on that. And, and there'll they'll be like touchstones of like a you know, even though it doesn't make sense because like the world never, it's all like every 10 years, it kind of restarts, but yeah. like there'll be a uh, president Reagan and there'll be a uh, president Obama in a Spider-Man comic or whatever. So it's an interesting thing of like in your average New York city, romantic comedy that comes out a year or two from now, will there be one where it's a people say like, Oh, you can never do comedy after fill in the blank, but we keep on doing it. Cause yeah. there's comedy about world war two and there's comedy that black filmmakers do about racist kind of related oh exactly yeah so so who knows there could be some
0: crazy sitcom or movie yeah i mean there will be i just hope there's a good one i guess is the way i'm i want a neil breen covid movie oh god i I wonder what he must have something in the pipeline like i mean he's had all this time and he's usually the only one in his movie most of the time (laughs) like oh god yeah we need that
1: where was he last last he had that thing about like uh here's a twisted pair well, no. He yeah, did and this, then there like, was the weird... five and a
0: half hour. Yeah, I saw a thing. review of that. I, I can't. I. I mean, I love the guy, but it's I don't... him sitting on his couch talking about how he makes his movies. And if I if it was two hours, I would love that. I'm like, wow, five and. But a half. wait, is
1: it him on a couch for five and a half hours with no intercut? It's or... like it's intercut with
2: footage from his films. Right. But what's funny is I haven't seen the whole thing. I've just seen clips of it. When he needed to correct something, instead of reshooting it, he would. Dub over himself. Wow. <laughs> oh, so he'd say no. like, you know, something with like a number in it. I use five cameras, but then he'd dub it over. I use three cameras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Why do not you tell me that it was like a Mr. Black scenario? Because <laughs> yeah, I, d- I need to watch Mr. Black. Oh my God. Okay. Red Letter Media. Do you know who they are? Yeah, yeah for sure. They,
2: they did a review of it. They go through it and it's <sighs> it just... Again, it's like, I don't know how much, it's really expensive. It was like, it's like $80, it's at like, least. No, I think it's like $200. Oh, God, it's, yeah, it was even worse. Okay. It's seven hours of him sitting on his couch talking about how you have to make movies
1: visually interesting. Oh, But my, he's sitting on his couch. The ironing. It's <laughs> amazing. Why not just put out a box set with audio commentaries on it? I, and then well, I sell that kind for of what it is.
0: Sort like, of. But for that price? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if it was a box set with the individual movies. Even without special features, but also that documentary or whatever you want to call it, like that, I'm still not paying 200. But I mean, that like might start to make some sense. It's just crazy, like the amount of people that were just like Neil, I love you, but like I, I, we can't afford this.
1: If he made that into a reasonable length, under two hours, two hour movie Mm -hmm. that was a almost like the movie De Palma, you know, just a talking head movie with clips. Mm -hmm. I think people could get behind that for sure. So okay. if you could get somebody to whittle that down and just
0: like... Cut most of it out. Cut most of it out. <laughs> yeah, because it would be a great double bill with his newest movie and that documentary like up to now sort of thing. But... Well, it, he's already done five movies, I think. Well, he counted that one as his six. Well, I think he, or, he keeps
2: saying that in the documentary. Like, I have made five full-length, <laughs> professionally made, feature, independent
0: feature felt like he that's how he that's how yeah. he defines it yeah and that, that one i was like i don't i don't count that as a movie if he like, counts the documentary thing yeah as... that's what he says it's his sixth feature film and i'm like I, i'm not gonna mince words here but uh you know <laughs> I, I i don't consider that to be a film it's a five and a half hour or seven hour exercise <laughs> Anyways. It's like his master class. Yeah, it literally is. Essentially, yeah. So anyways, if that ever got cheaper, I mean, I I still, five and a half hours, I'd have to pace that. But over a couple of days, I might really enjoy that. Okay. Let us chat about the movies we have August 21st through the
1: 27th. Again, it's a four movie week with this new format we're experimenting with because only can have 50 people per show, three movies a day. And so this is working out pretty well of just stuff. Gets maybe a couple more show times and we don't have one night only kind of stuff. So our new movie this week is the full title is Nomad in the Footsteps of Bruce Chatwin, the latest documentary from everyone's favorite crazy documentary filmmaker, Werner Herzog. Oh. I love Werner Herzog. Oh my god. You got Just, me. Gwen and I came to see something. And the trailer started, and his voice goes. and And she was so excited.
0: She was like, "Oh, new movie from Werner Herzog!" Oh man, I didn't even know this was him. I feel like that's why we need this podcast now more than ever. <laughs> because you can't pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't bother to look it up at the time.
1: And it's so interesting. I admit, I'm not. I have holes in my movie watching resume of his dramatic work. Right. I know him mostly as lovable, eccentric, narrating documentaries. Werner.
2: Or the Mandalorian. And Mandalorian, film. of course.
1: And then showing up in like a Tom Cruise movie every once in a while. And I've seen some of his older when he was young and bonkers and his leading man was trying to kill him all the time. Like I've Klaus seen Kinski. Klaus Kinski. I've seen a couple of those, but I haven't seen... I think I've, I haven't seen a lot of them. But these documentaries like this one is a very kind of nice, bittersweet premise. It's just an old friend of his who passed away and on his deathbed gave him a backpack. And his friend liked to travel and see the world. And so this is Werner following his footsteps and hitting a bunch of touchstones that his friend liked to visit hmm. so it's kind of a travel thing uh, a friendship so thing it's like, like
0: the straight story a little bit but not really kind of yeah but huh. man i love him that like sounds just, like a good premise too
1: i just if there's a movie with him where he seems to randomly ramble on about a subject and like the word crocodile or cosmos or heaven and hell go in i'm all in just like yeah. him spouting
0: documentary poetry over random images is there a crocodile in this because could be you kind of sold me on it even more with that remark
1: which way it was a couple of movies ago it was one about like prisons <laughs> and he started for real he started talking to the
0: guy on death row yeah yeah and then crocodiles come up and <laughs> he's talking about crocodiles okay i was hoping that there was a crocodile also on death row like next <laughs> to the guy or like king croc or whatever oh man anyways
1: <laughs> that's our new film this week Then we continue our Bruce Lee Film Festival with Fist of Fury. Mm. Not to be confused with various other things like
0: Fists of Fury. or Furious Fist. Furious (laughs) Fist. The Fist and the Furious. Or yeah, Fish of Fury might be a movie, (laughs) an aquatic thing
1: there. And then we have a true cinematic classic. If you haven't seen this on the big screen, now's your chance. 2001, A Space Odyssey we have Mm. for Four Nights and we've even got the
0: thing in the candy bar still i imagine yeah the hal yeah hal's i was was gonna say dave i was like i'm halfway there
1: this is one of those ones where it's funny gwen leaned over during a trailer and was like i haven't seen this and i was like you haven't seen this and Mm. i I never shame people but i'm there's this horrible thing that film nerds do that if you haven't seen a movie they're like you haven't seen that oh my god you're wasting your life drop everything go do it now and you're like i got time i'll watch it later but if you haven't seen on the big screen it really is the epitome of a big screen movie it is yeah like watching it i don't even know if i have ever watched it at home but it's not one you could watch like pan and scan on vhs and get that same experience of yeah the trailer we have is its 50th anniversary which was two years ago but i'm sure the Still good. <laughs> what we're showing is probably the nice restored probably sounds incredible yeah we're not showing an
0: uh, old beat up film print that's been played for 50 years <laughs> No, and it makes sense that that's one that a lot of people haven't seen like especially on the big screen yet, because it's just it's just kind of like it's not you know it's not like star wars or something like it's a bit of a a trying watch in a good way you know like there's yeah, a lot you have more to invest in it yeah exactly like it's not it's not just like you shoot em up space film or something it's not
1: like hey it's christmas and we're at grandma's let's watch muppet christmas <laughs> oh carol again like she, like <laughs> 2001 is never that movie it's yeah. like hey let's watch ferris bueller let's watch 2001 <laughs> did they just
0: fire kermit is no you're new? late that was a couple of years ago that was a couple years ago yeah oh, I, I
1: saw some video
2: recently where they they just fired him for no reason, or that something. That was the
0: best out of nowhere interjection I've ever <laughs> heard in See, my I life, by the way.
1: I don't want to look into that too much because I have a feeling there was reason. And, oh, God. And I don't want to really, I'm like, yeah. You don't want
2: to spoil the.
1: Yeah. Oh. It, it's the guy who's been doing Kermit since Jim Henson. So it's not like Damn. some guy who's been doing it for five years. I have a feeling it was the old. I hope nothing actually terrible happened. I have a feeling it was money and creative differences. I think maybe they call his bluff. and Damn. I
0: think that's what happened.
1: Because I, um, I haven't heard, if it was something horrible, we would have heard about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Free,
0: so, from Kermit himself, perhaps.
1: So I have a feeling it was just, like, it really was a couple years ago. But I, I have a feeling it was just probably, I want more money oh, or I want more stuff. creativity. Like, oh, I, like,
0: I run this town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I can walk anytime I want?
1: Every time that happens, it's funny where every once in a while, a celebrity or a writer or somebody behind the scenes
0: does that and the bluff gets called yeah. and they just lose their job and yeah. they're like you're not that important it's usually like the only time it works is if it's like one of the simpsons basically yeah. where you're just like okay it would be pretty tough to replace you i remember it happened for a cop show i never watched
1: but there was a some cop show when i mean cop shows are still pretty big despite cops not having the greatest reputation at the moment <laughs> but it was like 10 or so years ago and it was one of those many csis or yeah. ncis's and a bunch of the actors tried to do a strike despite being under contract and being paid well. Yeah. And they just didn't show up to the dress rehearsal or the read through or whatever. And so they called and they were like, this is weird. And they found out that they were doing like a a sit out. They weren't coming. And not only was the bluff called, it was called right away. And the producers (laughs) called back the agents and were like, Okay, well, let them know it was a pleasure working with them, and they don't need to come to set tomorrow. Thanks very much. Because it was a cop show, right? Characters come in yeah, and out.
0: They're like, they died. They died, yeah.
1: <laughs> they got shot. And the funny thing is, not funny for the actors, that they just completely came back and were like, we're sorry, we didn't mean to. Damn. We'll take less money.
0: <laughs> and Did it? Did they go back?
1: They went like, back, yeah. Oh, man, that's but, awkward. I know, but oh, I, I think they kind of were like, Hoping they would come back and just be like, okay, you guys can come back, but we're not going to double your money or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. But it is kind of funny when that happens. Every once in a while it happens. Sometimes it, the reverse and they're just throw money at the problem. But every once in a while, an actor I think
0: is too big for their britches. And then they're like,
1: Okay, bye. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's uncomfortable. But hey, you know, I mean, Kermit had a good run. Kermit had a good Even run. Even if it was about money, like I imagine he has a bit of that by now. And now there's a new Kermit.
1: <laughs> now there's a third Kermit. Who kids with this Kermit will think now old Kermit sounds weird. The way that people growing up on Muppet Christmas Carol
0: think Jim Henson sounds weird. Yeah, I'm like. So when was the when did the second Kermit start?
1: I might. Be, I'm pretty sure it was either Muppet Christmas Carol or no. Yeah, it was Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, because okay. that would have
2: been really. Yeah, close. because the last thing Jim, Jim did yeah. was
1: the TV Christmas special that had the Fraggles and gotcha. Sesame Street on it. So good. And it has a super sad ending because the last scene is Jim Henson doing the dishes with Sprocket from Fraggle Rock. Oh, man. And he has this nice line where he's like, oh, love seeing family together. Come on, Sprocket, let's do the dishes. And Lo- so you see him on screen. I love life. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Oh, God, Jim, why? Not like
0: this. Yeah, because uh, Christmas Carol was 92, I think. Yeah. So, so. it's probably about right. Well, that's sad. That's sad. <laughs> yes. And that's why you should come see 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Opera. Speaking of Kermit, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know come. why we started talking about that. Speaking
1: of cure DeLay, yeah. Uh, but we, hey, <laughs> here's, a, delay. here's a segue. Jim Henson was supposed to play Yoda, but he said, I got a better idea. I think my friend Frank Oz would be better at this job. And so you can come see Frank Oz. In Empire Strikes Back. Oh.
0: You can't we can't see
1: him. Well, you can't see him. You could hear him. I mean, jeez. Jeez, Andrew. He took the wind out of your sails on that one. You don't man. want to see him.
0: Yeah, that's not good. I just flipped the table. The, the director <laughs> of the score, Frank Oz? That's amazing. That's Frank Oz. Yeah. And
2: uh, dirty rotten scoundrels.
0: Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Little Shop of Horrors. Man. Yeah, he's good.
2: So we have that. Bowfinger. He's good.
0: Bowfinger. <laughs> Bowfinger's a good movie. Like a really good movie. I like Bowfinger. Steve Martin of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Whoa! All, <laughs> all, by Frank Oz. It, all, it
1: comes around. <laughs>
0: One degree. Of and, Frank he's, and he's
2: in. He's in Knives Out.
0: Oh, there you go. That's true. Which
2: is directed by Ryan Johnson, who directed Last Jedi.
0: And you can see Frank Oz on screen. And you, you can in, see him in
2: that
1: one. Knives sees, Out. And Yoda... Which we're not playing. ...was in The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. It's true. And Yoda is in Empire Strikes Back, which we are screening the week of August <laughs> 21st. I wow, did it. Okay. I did it. We pulled that off. <laughs> so this is... We meet it this time. We're surprised we got this back for a second week. But for real this time... I doubt you will see this back on our screen or anybody else's screen. Yeah. so I dare we, you to
0: give it for a third
1: week, Disney. I <laughs> yeah, dare you. I dare you. So we sold out five of seven nights on this. Damn. So if you feel so inclined, take advantage of our advanced ticket option. This will probably be your last chance to see Empire Strikes Back on the big screen because we screened it two weeks ago, and we were hoping Disney might give us some more options. Like, hey, now you can show Tron, or now you can show Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> that did not happen. So... We have not been offered anything else except for this encore of Empire Strikes Back at the moment. Which is pretty damn good,
0: I mean, let's be honest. But they have to...
1: Like, somebody said that Empire Strikes Back has been the number one film in North America last week or, like, two weeks ago or whatever. So, that's something. Like It's been the number one movie in my house for years. Yeah. So, it's nice to see. Even though that's just a little bit of money in the grand scheme for Disney, they got to be paying attention to that and going, hey, this... Didn't cost us anything. We should do this more often. Yeah,
0: you need that money to finish off, you know, Loki or whatever.
1: And it's so, so good to see on the big screen. Like, it was so much fun. There was people here seeing it on the big screen for the first time. I think a few kids seeing it for the first time. Mm -hmm. People just happy to see it and thanking us and everything. So it's all very nice. So if you're a Star Wars fan, if you missed it last time we played it, come see it now. Because this could be it.
0: Must be fun to listen to even like when you're working and not watching. It's still, you can picture it in your head anyway. The score is so good and it's
1: just good. Like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher are really great. Mark Hamill, considering he spends most of the movie acting against a garbage can sized droid and a Muppet. Yeah. And you forget like it's most the movie, like his only interaction with other humans is very briefly at the beginning. And Darth Vader at the end. Like, most of yeah. the movie, he's by himself. Dagobah so. system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dagobah system, right. So, yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, maybe they'll let us play Jedi next month. We don't well, know. Yeah, it would be nice. Those vaults will just be ripped open.
0: Yeah, or, you know, maybe it's just a two-week run of just this. I mean, even if that were the case, that's it's pretty good. That's a good is, it really is a nerd dream
1: come true when it was up on our screen. It was like, wow, we never thought that would happen.
0: Yeah, so yeah, that that's good. That's
1: still a win. So we are going to wrap up. Andrew and I are working, and we had a really small window because
0: Eric was at work and then heroically missed watching the end of his basketball game. It's true. And then finished watching out front, and then it was was a long story. It was the whole story. But still, I made it. (laughs) I made it. I watched Mania Cup 3 last night. That's all you need to know. The The... badge of silence? Yeah. I was surprised that it wasn't good. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) doesn't really play. Is Bruce Campbell in that one? He was not. He was in the second one. That's why he's not good. Yeah, yeah it's it's just apparently I heard it the bonkers. second one is
2: i've only seen the first one of it, but apparently the second one's really good it's good yeah well you know what you're
0: getting it's into, maniac it's, cop too good right exactly and they're they're making a hbo series of maniac cop this what? year what? so i'm very interested in seeing yeah nicholas winding Reffin.
1: oh that'll be good yeah I like that guy. so we'll just
0: see i was like 2020 maniac cop eh huh well we'll just see okay yeah you, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all that needs to be said that's all that needs to be said
1: <laughs> in conclusion You can catch us on the internet at Mayfairtheatre.ca, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Say nice things about us. Give us five-star ratings. Give us thumbs up. Do all that stuff. Go visit our friends at House of Targ or order stuff from them to deliver to your home. And we'll see you soon at the Mayfair for another round of new and classic films as we
0: push our way into September 2020. Yay.
1: Yay. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. -bye.
0: Uh Andrew's Maniac Cop Spice is going to be awkward this (laughs) Halloween. I'll tell you. That'd be a good Halloween costume. I know, right? Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal.
2: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Goodbye.
0: Fifty years ago. One movie changed all movies. Forever. 2001, A Space Odyssey, coming soon.